0: Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you so much for listening today. Really appreciate that. Hope you're having a great day. I, full disclosure, and you probably already know this already, but I am not uh, an enlightened person. <laughs> I, I think I'm more enlightened than I was 10 years ago, but uh, I'm by no means, uh, you know, uh, someone that has it all figured out. I feel like I need to say that because this episode, I'm going to get very deep on intention and manifesting what it is that you really want. And I think it's really everyone's birthright to do that, but it's going to allow, it's going to require some open-mindedness. So I hope you're ready for that because I think this is a powerful subject. And the more I research it and the more I read into it, the more it just really speaks to me. It's, there's an infinite amount of frequencies that we can tune into. You know, there's the frequency of abundance. There's the uh, frequency of lack, uh, the frequency of unhappiness and so on. You get it. And it's all controlled by our thoughts. And the question then becomes, you know, how do we control that nonstop flow of thought energy? We actually we give thoughts form. Um, and when I look back at my life, I can pretty much trace, like, okay, how I got from A to B, you know, I went to school here, I got my first job there, and I can basically see how one thing led to another throughout the whole thing. And when I look ahead, that's really where I want to go. But in the past, what's happened is that it gets dismissed because I just don't know how to get there. I get caught up on the details But instead of letting it go, I'm starting to realize that there is an actual place. It's a frequency that I can tune into. And the moment that you match your belief with any state like that, you actually fuse with it. And this isn't some new age tree hugger you know, type of, uh, of stuff here. This is neuroscience. Um, my happiness is a skill episode. I I talked about a neuroscientist by the name of Joe Dispenza, and he's got a quote that I really like. He says that neurons that wire together fire together. So if we connect ourselves to that new vibration of where we want to go, that new frequency we actually don't need to know about the details because when you, when you start to, to focus on that, all these unforeseen forces just start to act on your behalf. Um, the trick is to act like you're already there. It's like, like the world is this playground for the subconscious mind. It's a workshop that basically models itself to your imagination. And I don't care who you are. If you're listening to this right now, you are an infinitely creative being. That's the way we were designed. We're the only animals that can choose what we want to focus on. All the other animals, they operate off instinct and they do it amazingly. But humans have the ability to concentrate on what they want to focus their mind and when you move into a a higher frequency beyond those five senses that's when it starts to happen and those five senses they're great when you're being chased by a lion or looking for food but when i'm talking about creative manifestation we we go beyond those five senses and this means letting go of doubt and worry. And this is where most people get hung up. Everyone thinks uh, that uh, they know what they want, but letting go of doubt is, <laughs> it's, it's really tough. Uh, it's, it's almost impossible for some people. But to move into those higher frequencies of thought, you have to adapt to the ideas and the feelings that that new frequency represents you have to use that vast imagination that you have and you can focus on that state and you have to view the world from that place and ignore all of the present circumstances and then we operate from more of an intuition and but there is a catch <laughs> the ego is going to resist you on this and it is going to fight you and tell you all kinds of things um it does everything that it can to make sure that our basically our identity is not disrupted it's there to keep that self image that we have intact it's basically the paradigm of who we are, that, that self image. And this is where I've been thrown off in the past. You know, I'm very good at finding something I want. I think everybody deep down knows what they want. But then self doubt just knocks you down. And most people's paradigms have them working towards debt or at jobs they hate. Uh, and being just unfulfilled. It's like we have two different people inside us. And the paradigm is those automated programs. Another thing that Dr. Joe Dispenza brings up is that by the time we're 35, that we have memorized all of the thoughts, patterns, and emotions that we need in order to survive in the modern world. And what we do is we live our lives on autopilot for the most part after that. We have free will, but we give it over to the program. That's what I'm talking about when I say paradigm. And really, its I know why people get caught up in that, or at least I know why I do. It's just easier. And our brains just naturally look for the easiest way to do something. And when the body knows better than the mind, that's, that's a program. Like for instance, when I'm cooking dinner, I, I don't have to read the directions every time I make Spanish rice, my body just has memorized the motions and the ingredients of doing it. And, uh, you know, it saves time in a lot of respects, but it's, a, it's a double edged sword. <laughs> it's not all bad. We need it for survival, but a lot of us it just becomes a default system, a default belief system that, that we go to. In other words, we try to set our intentions on a goal, any goal, and the paradigm will put up a wall and say, not so fast. <laughs> you can't start that business. You don't have enough money. You can't lose weight. We've tried that a million times and on and on and on. Or it'll say something like, what, what do people think of us? This is what I'm talking about when I say operate from a place beyond the five senses. We have to get tuned into that frequency and ignore everything else. And it might sound like self delusion, but it works. And it's not just the self doubt that you're going to have working against you on change either the people around you might object as well. In fact, they probably will. And I'm talking about people that have great intentions, loved ones, family, friends. A lot of them don't want us to change because then they have to adapt to the new you. And then that creates an issue on their paradigm of who you are. They can't go on autopilot anymore. You're challenging that. You have to take conscious control over the paradigm and replace it. It's like a computer. We have to uninstall that software and reinstall new software. And if your goal is big enough, you're gonna face challenges. But really, that's what makes us stronger. Every success story I've ever heard, when the person is explaining their journey, arriving isn't their favorite part. It was a struggle of how they overcame it. And we have to learn to embrace those and not look at them as negatives. That's why we have to pick something also that we really want and even ask ourselves why we want it. I mean, really unpack that. As crazy as this might sound, a lot of people just don't give themselves permission to really pursue what they want. And I'm here to tell you, if you want it, that is your permission slip. I think people do this because they think they still have time (laughs) and the clock is ticking. I mean, really there is only now, but you know, this body that we all live in, it's not going to be around forever. So we have to get out there and make the most of it. And to hell with what other people think. This isn't their movie. Too many people are extras in their own movie. So true. I've been an extra in my own movie in the past. And we have to look at it like we're, you know, the star. (laughs) And the director and the producer. Once you do put the intention out there of, I want to do this you have to let go and act as though it's already there. Because if if I continue to say, oh, I really want that, I really want it, I want it so bad, that actually comes from an energy of not having it. It's like a lack. And that's the motivation. And so a lot of people get confused by this because maybe they watch The Secret And I'm not putting down that movie, but they think all I have to do is want something and it's going to come to me. But if they're constantly in that want state, it's never going to happen. Because, you know, if I buy lottery tickets every week and oh, I want to win the lottery so bad, please, 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 please. It's like chasing around that girl in high school, begging her to go out with you. It ain't happening. Um, so we have to be a little bit delusional and say, okay, I want it is the permission slip. But once I put my intention on it, I have to let go of that mindset. The way to do that is to focus on the little successes that happen every day. Uh, I'm so grateful when someone asks me like, Hey Brad, what episode, Was that where you talked about having cancer? Or can you send me the article that you were talking about in your last episode? That just lights me up. Um, I'm not focused on how I don't have 10,000 downloads an episode yet. I'm focused on my gratitude uh, that people are engaged in my podcast and how I can better serve them. And if I keep asking, you know, what's missing then it just reaffirms you know that the the thing that i don't have basically you have to come to the source by being abundant and then it will match your vibration and that comes from being thankful for all that you are and attracting more of what you want and this law of vibration it doesn't just work for one person and not the other. It just looks for who is receptive. Mines are the most fertile gardens that exist. You know, if I plant a thorn bush or an aloe plant and I water each of them, they're gonna grow. You know, that's just how it works. If I give it good soil, it's it's going to grow. It doesn't really discriminate. And our minds are exactly the same way. I can put in seeds of fear or I can put in seeds of abundance. And as long as I am going back to it and nurturing that garden, my mind will grow any concept or idea that I put into it. It's kind of a, uh, a blessing and a curse because we are what we think about. So I want to get specific here. I don't want to just talk esoteric, uh, philosophy. Um, it seems like everybody wants something, you know what you want. And it seems like there's two universal things. Everybody wants something and everyone is afraid of something. So try this out. Just go with me on it. Write down what it is that you want more than anything else. Make it simple and clearly defined. And think about it the second that you wake up, and also the last thing before you go to sleep. Don't show this piece of paper to anyone. Probably better if you don't, but if you trust someone enough, you can do that. But carry it with you all the time, in your back pocket, in your purse, your wallet, whatever. And take it out occasionally throughout your day and remind yourself of it. And when you look at it, remember that you must become what you think about. And throughout the day, also notice all the abundance as you go throughout your day. I saw a guy today driving a brand new Rolls Royce on my way to work. It's so weird because I never see a Rolls Royce, let alone a new one. He had still the paper plates on it. I didn't even know they still made them. But I thought to myself, there's just abundance everywhere. And instead of hating on the guy, like I would have say, you know, I don't know, a few years ago, like, who is this jerk? He's got a Rolls Royce. I'm driving a Honda. The universe isn't fair. I don't, you got to let that go. I just see the abundance around me. And I think to myself now that I want to attract it. Look how close I am to it. I mean, you have as much of a right to abundance as anyone else. There is a hard part. <laughs> not really hard, but it's probably gonna take a new habit. And those are usually not easily formed. You have to stop thinking about what it is that you fear. Anytime that fearful or negative thought comes into your mind, replace it with your goal. You might feel like giving up. Uh, that's natural. Uh, you know, you're gonna say to yourself, maybe this is silly. Brad is just lost his mind. (laughs) You know, let's be real. It's much easier to be a negative person than it is to be positive. Um, That's why only a small portion of people are actually fulfilled and successful. But let's start placing ourselves in that group. Do this for 30 days, take control over your mind, And only permit it to think about what you want to think about. And during this time, give more to others. Look for ways to help. Any way that you can. If you look and open yourself up for those opportunities, you will find them. And that's another way to just get that vibration going even better. Because when you start serving others, uh, the universe just opens up to you. And don't worry about the specifics of that goal and how you're going to complete it. Just get specific about what you want. You don't have to know where that money's coming from or where that job is coming from, how it's going to happen, or anything like that. You just have to keep in your mind's eye that goal that you want. Leave it to the powers of your subconscious mind. All you have to know is where you're going. Get tuned into that frequency. The answers are going to come on their own. It, it's so simple that most people don't believe it. If you like this episode, please share it on social media with a friend, wherever. As always, I appreciate you for listening to this. Um, you can find me at the CoffeeBuzzPodcast.com. Check the show notes for other links. I'm going to include all kinds of uh, resource material, uh, meditations, things of that nature to get you in the vibration to attract what you want. I hope you have a great day, and I will talk to you soon.